0: Hey everyone, this is Zach at FF2Batman, part of Triple Play Fantasy. This is Beyond the Analyst interview series. Today, I am joined by Jennifer Piacenti, And man, you are doing a lot. So I want to go through everything so nobody misses it. So you are the fantasy and sports betting analyst for Sports Illustrated, on air for SiriusXM Fantasy Radio, host of the Waiver Wire podcast, which is part of the Extra Points Network. And on top of all of that, you're a professional singer, actor, model, and dancer. That's insane. Yes. That's awesome. So thank you for joining <laughs> our show.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Awesome. So if this is your first time tuning in, uh, this is not a fantasy football takes show. Uh, we're get, we're here to get to know Jennifer and uh, really explore most of your background that's outside of fantasy sports because I don't think a lot of people know about it and it's really interesting. Um, so thank you for joining us. And I mean, if you're ready to go, we'll kick right into it. Let's do it. All right. So, um, like I said, a lot of people probably don't realize, and at least in the fantasy Twitter space, um, that you're a professional and very talented singer. So where did your passion for singing come from?
1: Um, where did it come from? That's a good question. I guess always growing up, my mom played the guitar and sang and we always sang and we would go to church and we would sing and I learned to harmonize at a really young age. And, um, I just, I love music and I love to sing. And so I've, I've kind of just done it my whole life. And yeah, I ended up doing it in high school and then um, auditioned for college and got some scholarships. And then from there went on to sing in New York city.
0: Now, that's incredible. Uh, now, do you have a favorite song that you've performed before?
1: You know, I, There's a lot of songs because my uh, professional training is as an opera singer. I also do musical theater. I also do jazz. Of course, you always do pop. Like I have my karaoke songs, you know? Um, But one of my favorite songs is actually every Christmas. I love to sing. Oh, Holy night. It's just my favorite thing. And I've, I've sung it with, um, you know, the turtle Creek chorale with 200 men singing behind me, which is really powerful and cool and beautiful and Christmassy and, so I would say that's one of my favorite ones. I, I did that also for like an entire winter in Wisconsin, like nine shows a week of Oh Holy Night in a gold ball gown. And it was, it was super, super fun. So that, that one. And then um, when I go to karaoke, I usually sing Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats, which is like, obviously,
0: right? Classic karaoke song. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. And now um, you, so you're now in the fantasy space. Um, On top of all of that, so do you feel like your experience as a singer, actor, model, dancer, did that make it easier to, to transition to talking fancy sports? Because you're on the radio, you do podcasts, you're on camera. Um, did that yeah. make it any easier?
1: Yeah, I would say definitely because I've never been shy when it comes to being on stage or whatever. I kind of learned that from my dad. Um, he's always a ham, you know, trying to get attention. And, um, so I've always been comfortable being on stage and being in front of people. Of course, you always get those butterflies and nerves when you're backstage in the wings or before your show starts. But then once it happens, you know, it's cool. So I feel like that. Was good, and the way that I kind of backed into the industry was, I was living in New York, I was performing in New York, and um, someone actually came to one of my shows and saw something like in my bio about how I love to play fantasy baseball, and he was a patron of the arts, and so he contacted me and sent me a note and said like, um, you know, great job on your performance, blah blah blah. By the way, I noticed you play fantasy baseball. By any chance, would you ever be interested in co-managing a league with me? So I'm like, okay, well, this guy's probably a creeper. So, you know, I did my research. It turns out he's not totally great guy. We're we're great friends now and brought me in and we co-managed a football team together high stakes uh, on Park Avenue with all hedge fund guys bidding with, you know, big screens and auctioneers and. Um, through that, I ended up meeting all these people and I just got used to talking to guys about sports all the time. I also have four brothers. None of them really play sports, but I'm just used to being around guys. And I don't feel at all out of place, even though I'm the girliest girl. Look, I'm wearing pink. Like, can I be a girlier girl? Uh, I sing opera and I do ballet, but, um, but I love, I love playing fantasy sports. I just think it's so much fun. It thrills me. And so, yeah, I guess being an actor, having all that made it pretty easy for me just to sit and like talk to you right now. Like, this is like what better in life is there to do, but to sit and talk to you right now about fantasy sports, right? It's like, yeah. so I guess, yeah, it's easy because it makes me happy.
0: Uh, that, that's great. Yeah. I, for me, I know uh, the first time I was on camera, I felt really nervous. I mean, honestly, every time I do an interview, like there's still a little butterflies. Cause, well, uh,
1: to be fair, I felt nervous coming on today because i didn't put on like any makeup or even like fix my hair and then i was like you know what who cares we're, we're going behind the scenes right so this is jen behind the scenes when she's not dressed up for the camera
0: <laughs> no hey, there's nothing wrong with that and actually i mean this is kind of going on a tangent now but because i've heard it from other uh women in the industry too how you feel like you have to like get ready for a show when other guys just kind of just throw on a shirt and maybe a hat or something and I don't think it has to be that way. So, it, so it, I, I, I on, the hand,
1: on the one hand, it doesn't have to be that way. But on the other hand, like it kind of does because you want to look professional and put together. And whether we like it or not, there is a reality that if you look more appealing on camera, people are more willing to watch you for longer, right? Especially as a woman. Because people, you know, are going to come at you the, a little bit like, okay, well, what does she have to talk about? Um, now, I think most of the women that we know in this industry, you know, like Linda. I mean, there, there's so many awesome women out there. Liz Lowe is out there. they're Like, it's obvious they know what they're talking about. We know that. But just the casual observer, you definitely feel like you want to... Put on your armor and that's part of the armor. Like when you go to battle, right? For a woman, it's a little bit of the makeup, the hair to be like, I'm in control here. You know, I got this going on guys. Um, but you're right. At the same time, like we, sh- we shouldn't really have to feel that way. Um, we should just be able to be like ourselves and just be people talking. So it's, it's such a tricky balance. I will say. It is funny because sometimes like, I'll be like, oh, can you, people will be like, can you do a video at, you know, I'll text you in the morning what time the video is. I'm like, you can't do that to me. Like you have to give me 10 minutes to do my hair and makeup. <laughs> I can't just like show up on camera. What if I have puffy eyes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's a little more, it's a little more work when you're a woman. And so that is true. Like when you get paid per video or per whatever, it, it's, it's more time because you're not just throwing on a ball cap. Like it just takes more time.
0: No, I get that. For me, I think it's whatever people are comfortable. Is I think, like you said, if you feel comfortable being all made up, then that's what you should do. But I, I don't think anyone should feel obligated. And like I said, I mean, if a guy wants to dress up because he wants to look professional, I mean, that's great yeah, too. Um, that's true. But yeah, I, it just definitely does seem like there's a double standard that we. Could it is definitely really a
1: double standard. I mean, on. you know, and in, in women especially if there's a lot of filters out there right now and, and, you know, fake duck clips and eyelashes and all that. And it's just like, it's hard to know like where, where the balance is of, you know, so for me, like this is a behind the scenes interview. This is <laughs> this perfect. Is so, <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> no,
0: that's great. And now you are focused mostly on sports betting as it relates to fantasy sports. So what led you to focus on that?
1: Well, really, uh, I, I always just like played fantasy sports, like fantasy sports, base, fantasy baseball is my first and then fantasy football. And, um, basically the world kind of exploded into the betting arena and that's where the opportunities came. And if you know fantasy sports, you know how to bet them too. You may not realize you do, but you do. And you're a better, better than the average person because you know your fantasy sports. So all you have to do is just kind of apply those things and the same with DFS, right? You kind of apply those things. They're all a little bit different, but the the truth is that uh, fantasy sports industry is pretty saturated already. As you know, there's a million analysts out there that are brilliant and awesome and creating fantastic content. Uh, The betting industry is still, there's a lot of room. There's a lot of opportunity still. So I think it just kind of happened that way. Um, I was doing more fantasy when I worked at Fantasy Alarm. And then with the radio, they definitely wanted both. And then my podcast network is really... I do a fantasy podcast, but the whole rest of the network is just gambling and betting. So when I went to SI, uh, when they hired me, they were looking to hire betting analysts. That's where the, the need was. But luckily, they let me write fantasy too. So I'm 50-50 split. Totally happy with that.
0: Great combination then. And I think one of my more recent favorite combinations of your experiences is you practice singing the national anthem to figure out if you should bet the over or the under and you got it right And you got it right so got it right. yeah so that's awesome you can, you can combine both of your uh, your loves and your experiences to just still help us all win
1: yeah i mean that was really fun i always love that when we bet the national anthem but uh it was funny because we had an argument, Frankie Tadeo and I, um, he had submitted his pick and I was like doing a roundtable and I was like yelling at him. Like I like to pick on people and we were in the meeting. And I was like, Frankie, I like your, I, I was like, I see your pick and you're wrong. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to lose it. And he's like, what? And he had said this whole thing about how she was an efficient performer and he'd seen it on YouTube. And I was like, wow, that works so much for sports, but it doesn't work in the arts. There's so many other things going on. So that's kind of what set me on the quest to do it. And it ended up being a really fun joke between us and like we were razzing each other all week. So yeah, we were happily won that. We won our over on the Brave. We won our over on the National Anthem. Um, I recorded it two or three times. It was really hard to get it under the number. So I felt pretty confident.
0: That's great. We'll just we'll see how it goes next year, too. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep it rolling. That's awesome. And now, having you on here, I would be re- remiss to not give your, your dad a shout out. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rick Piacenti. So he's at Rick Piacenti on, on Twitter. So he's hilarious. If you don't follow him on Twitter, go ahead and follow him. Um, so he posts a lot of wonderful pictures and videos of you <laughs> over the years, which is adorable. Uh, but he's also a pizza connoisseur. He, like he has a legit pizza making setup in his kitchen. Uh, yeah. The works. So what is your perfect pizza?
1: Well, his pizza, obviously, especially since he's watching this right now, because he wouldn't want to get that part wrong. Um, I love a crispy pepperoni and like a fresh basil and some like green peppers. That's probably my favorite. But I also, you know what? I really like everything, like a meatball pizza. I'm like not discriminating. I love pizza, all of it, because when I was growing up, it was like the ultimate comfort food because my dad made it and they, like he made it for special occasions. Or if my dad was making pizza, that meant people were coming over. And I loved it when people came over, like people from the church or maybe my friends were coming over. And so anytime the pizza, I could smell the pizza dough being made, I was like, this is going to be an awesome day because we're going to have friends over. So pizza to me is like the happiest thing. So if you ever if we ever run into each other at the fantasy football expo or whatever, and people are like, "We're going for pizza," then I'm in.
0: Awesome. Now, just a quick side note: Is pineapple an acceptable topping on pizza or not?
1: Um, I think it's it's not my favorite, but if you're like in the mood for like a a combo, a Hawaiian combo, it's not an Italian thing. Like, not if you're going for like the Italian thing, but if you're going for like a California Pizza Kitchen kind of culinary experience, then it's okay. I, I would put it into like a separate category, but I would not call that like real pizza, but it's still a delicious thing. So I'm going to say yes, it's okay. Oh, with a bit of an asterisk next to it.
0: That's fair. And now you mentioned it earlier, the fantasy sports space is growing rapidly, uh, which is great. There's a lot of diverse content out there. We're covering a lot of different content now. Um, Do you have one piece of advice for anyone that's maybe thinking about coming into the space or maybe they just started?
1: Yeah. I would say just get out there and try it because you never know what's going to stick. And I don't know if you've ever watched, uh, Lawrence Jackson jr's, um, videos. They're phenomenal. And you know what he's doing? He's doing himself. He's Mm -hmm. not trying to be anything or anyone. And it's awesome. And it's, it's engaging. And probably if you love this, if your joy comes through, people are going to be engaged. So just try everything and be friendly and be nice That's the other thing. I know that we all want to like have our takes and it's really cool to have our takes and have strong stances, but there's a difference between having a strong stance and a strong take and kind of being like a jerk. So be nice to everybody because you never know when people are going to help you. I've had so many people reach out to me and help me just because they're kind. And I try to do the same for others. And as long as you have that good karma around, everybody helps each other. So I would say... Be, be friendly, go to events, go to conferences, meet people in person anytime you can because as awesome as Zoom is, it's still not quite the same. I was just at the FSGA concert, got to meet like John Luke, got to meet Simon, like a whole lot of people that I hadn't met in person. I'd met on Zoom and it was really cool. It felt like, oh, I know these people now. I got to hang out with Scott Fish in person. Felt cool. So if you can go to the events, I recommend going. And if not, just just be around, just be positive and be commenting on interacting with people. And for the most part, people are nice and people are good. People are friendly and people will help you.
0: That's great advice. I think authenticity and kindness go a long way in any space, but especially in the fantasy space. Yes. I appreciate that. And um, so that was the last of my, we'll call them the, the serious questions. So I have some rapid fire questions if you're if okay for them. let's do it all right so you can get you can it can be a one-word answer if you want you can give context it's whatever you feel like you need to do for for the okay. answer so hypothetically one of the four major american sports has to go away forever so it's baseball football basketball or hockey which one's going away forever
1: you're gone hockey cut
0: <laughs> See, i love hockey live i think it's one of the best sports live but that's what
1: everybody says, but first I have to be enticed to even go see it live, which I've had many people make the, you know, I actually got an invite to go to like this Penguins, champ I don't know, something in New York. I'm not going to fly to New York for it. It sounds like it's probably really cool, but yeah, I just, it doesn't move the needle for me.
0: Sorry. No, no worries. <laughs> Is cereal a type of soup? No. All right. If you could spend a day and hang out with any celebrity, dead or alive, who would it be?
1: So it would probably be Gene Kelly. That's so nerdy. Um, But when I was a little girl, I used to love movie musicals and I watched every gene kelly movie there ever was and i just thought he was the coolest person ever and i would just like to sit and watch him tap dance like in a in a garage and with the newspaper uh, splitting it or whatever he was doing like he's just phenomenal and um i mean there's probably a million people i also love um I, i would be interested in people like andrew carnegie and henry ford like all those brilliant minds um that kind of like built empires. Those people interest me. I think Thomas Jefferson is incredibly brilliant. I mean, there's just like a ton of people, but I, I'm going to go with Gene Kelly because uh, he's my entertainment uh, muse.
0: I think that's a fantastic answer. And uh, now if you could time travel, would you travel to the past or travel to the future?
1: Definitely the past. Definitely.
0: I, like, I want to know future. what's
1: happening in the future. Wait a second. Maybe I do. Cause then I could win all my bets. Can I rethink that? <laughs>
0: I mean hey it, there's no rules in time traveling, so I'm yeah. I to
1: go in the past and tell Calvin not to bet on the NFL. Calvin, don't do it. It's not worth it. Fifteen hundred bucks. Oh.
0: That would help all of us. Yeah, all of us. And then if you could be on a competition show, would you wanna be on a singing, a dancing, or a modeling show since you've done all
1: I that? have this secret goal. Um I maybe it's not that zero because I've said it to a few people, but this is my goal in life. I want to be just like D-list famous enough one day that they ask me to be on Dancing with the Stars. And I want to win Dancing with the Stars. And at this point, I know I'll probably be very, very old before I even have a chance at that happening. But it'll be even more impressive when I do. I'm going to get the really cool costumes and I'm going to win Dancing with the Stars one day. Heard it here
0: first. I feel like there's got to be a way that we can... You can get out to, to those people and, and get, get your like, name. If I were, like, hey,
1: Adam's level, I'm mean, sure she could get an invite and I'll never get there. But like you were know, saying, like, I just want to be just enough famous that I get the invite and then I'm definitely going to surprise
0: everyone. No, that, that, that'd be awesome to be on that show. I mean, not for me, but for you, that would be okay. awesome. <laughs> and I did have one curveball question because uh, so your, your brother changed his name, one of your brothers, wow. to Danger, which I think is. Awesome. And also hilarious, but awesome that Legally changes his name. So if you could change your name, even if it's just for a day, have you ever thought about what your name would be?
1: I have never thought about what my name would be. Um, But I would say... I like my name, Jennifer. I This is terrible. I had to really learn to love my last name. I hated it growing up because no one could say it right. And people make fun of me. And the initial is P and that's just like ugly. Like it's not a cool letter. and My middle name's not very cool. So I don't know. I think I might, I would definitely change my last name. Um, I, I wouldn't, I would want to be very careful with changing my name because I wouldn't want to sound like a porn star, right? So you can't go with anything like star or something like that. So I don't know. I think maybe if I were gonna change it, it'd be something like Veronica. So it sounds sophisticated. Definitely wouldn't be Fox. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my brother's name is Fox Danger. He legally changed it. That's so my brother got married. And so now she's Mrs. Fox Danger, Mrs. Fox Danger, P.H.N.T.
0: There's a TV show in there somewhere.
1: (laughs) There totally is. And you know what? He's a darling. But um, it's still hard for me to call him Fox. My mom refuses to do it. She won't do it. She's like, his name's Jonathan. His name is Jonathan. That's the name we gave him.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's great. it must be so much fun with, with with Fox and and your dad's pizza and uh, I can't I can't imagine all the holidays. It's a
1: good time in my house. Like um, it, I have because like I said, I have four brothers and their spouses. So now it's become a very big Italian family. We have the pizza at the house. We have the pool in the backyard. We have a game room, a pool table. We have the whole like arcade games. My dad basically built the house for grandkids, and he has one, <laughs> but that's okay. Sorry, Dad.
0: So you need a reality TV show, and then that'll help you springboard into uh, Dancing with the Stars. So that's exactly.
1: Cool. Totally. Good call.
0: That's awesome. So That's all the rapid-fire questions I had for you. So awesome. I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing a lot of your experiences that I don't think a lot of people really knew about. Yeah. Uh, So can you just tell everyone where they can find you and maybe some great content you have going on right now?
1: Yeah, you can find me over at si.com, Sports Illustrated. So I have articles out nearly every day. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Jen Piacenti and also on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. I'm on Sirius XM occasionally. And, um, oh, Extra Points Podcast Network. We're on a hiatus right now for a month or two, but I'll be back as soon as baseball's back with a bunch more content. So just fingers crossed we get baseball back. I don't know when we're airing this. Hopefully baseball will already be back at that point.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully, but probably the rate we're going, it it won't be back. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on. So this is uh, the Triple Play Fantasy Podcast. So you're either listening to this, go ahead and like or subscribe to the channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and like and subscribe. We have a ton of content coming out. We still have baseball content coming out. even. As we wait for the season to start, basketball still going on. We have that coming out, and then there's never an off season in football, so we still have plenty of football off season content coming out as well. So thanks for joining me again, Jennifer. Really appreciate it, and everyone else. Have a great day out there.